1: Welcome to the On Your
0: Side podcast. I'm Gary Harper.
1: And I'm Susan Campbell. We've been on a wild ride in real estate from an extreme seller's market to high interest rates that slowed down sales a bit.
0: Spring is traditionally when we see a lot of homes go on the market, but is that the case this year? And what can sellers expect when they put that for sale sign in the ground?
1: Today, our guest is Dina Tambor. She's a senior housing analyst with the Cromford Report, which tracks the Greater Phoenix residential real estate market.
0: This is On Your Side with Susan Campbell and Gary Harper, an Arizona's Family Originals podcast. Okay, welcome to the On Your Side podcast. I'm Gary Harper. And I'm Susan Campbell. How are you today?
1: I'm great. How are you doing? Not bad. Not bad. Um, we finally have that really beautiful Arizona weather that we all know and uh, love.
0: Isn't this why we live here, right? Yeah. I mean, this is great in the 70s. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect.
1: Comfortable. I, I ended up with a little bit of a sunburn yesterday. Cause I sat outside reading my book while the yeah. kids were napping.
0: Yeah. That's what I did. I was cooking out and, and um, I was outside as well. So a little vitamin D
1: or we both need a little more SPF. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good point. Um, listen, we're talking about real estate today. What is going on with real estate? It's up, it's down, it's flat, it's through the roof.
1: It's all over the map.
0: It really is. Um, remember it used
1: to be a seller's market. Oh, you could put the house on the market and it would sell in like 13 seconds.
0: Exactly. Oh, and it was well above the asking price too. You know, 10, 15, 20,000 above the asking price just because you had to. Um, then interest rates kind of kind of shot a hole through that, didn't it?
1: Well, it, yeah, the interest rates are doing what the Fed wants them to. Well,
0: they're doing exactly what the Fed wants to. Um, for more on that, let's, let's get to the bottom of what's going on with the real estate. We're talking to Um, Tina Tambor, she's with the Cromford Reports. What is going on today with the real estate market? And by the way, hello, how are you?
2: I'm great, thank you for asking. Um, Um, The real estate market in Phoenix is, I would say, a battle of perceptions, if you will. mm -hmm. Um, People may believe that the last two years of seller market here is what a typical seller market looks like, and that is not actually true. Um, Four to five days in active listing days count for selling your home is not normal. Uh, a normal range is about 30 to 25 to 30 days. And we are actually within normal. So the irony is we're still in a seller's market, believe it or not. We wow. We buyer's market in the fourth quarter, right around mid-November, mid-December, it lasted literally four weeks. <laughs> and then we were back into balance. And then as of mid-January, we've been in what we call a very weak seller market, which tells us that... There's less downward pressure on price. You are seeing low demand, of course, because of these low interest rate, I mean, high interest rates. However, we are also seeing very, very low supply. So low demand and low supply together off, you know, basically balance each other out. And so it's putting us in a mild seller market. And uh, believe it or not, prices are rising very mildly.
1: And we are going into that springtime um, buying season. We all kind of classically think that this is the time when people you know, put their houses on the market or families decide to move so they can be in the house through the summer, get ready for the new school year. What are we seeing in, in this area? Are we expecting a big spring season?
2: The spring season has been, uh, I would say, uh, if we were going to look at what we normally see from January to May, we expect to see those weekly accepted contracts rise with the rates going from 5.99% to 7% in about a month. It stagnated that type of acceleration. So we have stopped and stayed right around 2000 accepted contracts every week. But now over the last two weeks, we've seen those rates come down from the 7% range down to the low sixes again. And it's very possible this week we'll see an improvement on that. uh, Technically, what the impact of rates have done is they pinch the hose on demand. And then when they loosen up, it releases that hose. Right. And so you see demand shoot out and then stop and then shoot out and then stop. And it's kind of not normal, still not normal for this type of marketplace. But um, there are a couple of things that are keeping our buyers in the game. And one is what they call a 2-1 or a three-two-one buy down that sellers are offering that are bringing down at least temporarily a lot of those mortgage rates. For somebody who hasn't heard of it, we've, we've
1: done some stories on these kind of creative opportunities that sellers are willing to offer. Uh, but for somebody who hasn't heard of it, what is a 3-2-1 buy down?
2: Um, well, 3 two, one buy-down, the most common right now is a 2-1 buy-down, which takes, say for instance, our mortgage rates are right about now at about 6.3%, the last I checked. Um, it takes that down to 4.3 percent for the first year 5.3 for the second year and then it goes to 6.3 for the third year if that particular buyer does not refinance in the in that time frame to a lower rate
0: so it's kind of like an adjustable rate right I mean because it is adjusting
2: um, it does adjust but the buyers have to qualify at the 6.3 percent so wow. the 6.3 percent should not be a a burden on the buyer if it does, you know, come to that. And frankly, if they haven't refinanced after three years, that means that those rates are still higher and that would be considered a good rate. Do,
0: do you, well, I've never heard of that before. I mean, the two one, do you have to buy mm-hmm. that? Is that what's called buy down or buying down or, or is that yeah, something different?
2: So essentially, well, just to give you a perspective, um, over 50% of our sales under 600,000 are having what we call a seller paid concessions or uh, seller assisted concessions, which means that they're paying off closing costs for the buyers. And uh, that equates on the median cost to the seller right now is about anywhere from eight to $9,000. And that is about what it costs the seller to buy down to do one of these temporary buy downs. And what it is, is the seller essentially is contributing to the payment. So the buyer is still responsible for the payment, but the lender sets aside that seller's money and the seller is just contributing over the course of two or three years to their payment. And what happens is if they refinance, typically you would get anything that's left over from that contribution will go into your your payoff.
0: I'm assuming a lot of people are using that you know, in order to get into a house, because interest rates are yes. so high right now. So I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming majority of these sales or, or buying processes are going that route, right?
2: Yes, uh, we are seeing uh, overall. We're seeing over, like I said, fifty percent or more are taking advantage of something like this. One
1: of the big iBuyers was doing that for a while. That was their big promotion Mm. uh, to try to get people in the door.
0: I remember that. Um, Hey, let's talk a little bit about inventory. Kind of, we glossed Mm -hmm. over that a little bit. Where are we at right now with inventory and what is a healthy inventory?
2: Well, inventory is declining and in fact, it is down over 31% from October. So the idea that we are seeing any kind of um, surge in inventory here in Phoenix, that's not true. We are seeing a decline in our inventory. And uh, the main reason isn't because of high demand, of course, it's because many sellers are choosing not to sell in this environment. So we are seeing the lowest number of new listings, in the mls coming in to supplement those that have sold um in over 23 years so in, f- in terms of where we should be for supply currently we're at about 13 14 000 listings ideally in a typical uh, which we haven't had a typical market in a long time by the way yeah <laughs> if we were to say what's normal you know, uh, somewhere between 20 and 24,000 would be considered a normal supply. But if we just went back to pre-pandemic, say 2019, 2018, 17, we should be between anywhere from 18 000 to 19,000 listings.
0: And 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 just give us the 101 on that, as far as when you have low inventory, like 13,000, what does that do to the market?
2: Um, well, it just means that there's not a whole lot to choose from for buyers. How, I mean, there's, plenty because mainly our buyer demand is also down. Typically this time of year in 2017 to 19, we would have seen anything from say uh, 10 to 12,000 listings in escrow waiting to close. Now we're more like 8,500. And so as a result, you're seeing that low demand and that low supply together, basically giving us a, a pretty decent market, but it's not a market where prices are plummeting. It's a more stabilized. Market. How do you, So it's uh, as far as sellers and buyers are concerned, they're not having a poor experience in housing. If you're selling or buying where the experience lies in terms of, I guess, pressure or stress, it's going to be on the industry because the industry has grown to accommodate way more contracts that are being written right now. And so they've had to um, shrink, if you will, over the last six, seven, 10 months now to accommodate the new level of demand.
1: How do new builds play a role in uh, what we're seeing in the housing market right now?
2: Um, Well, new builds right now are really leading the pack in terms of incentives. And they tend to be on the outskirts of town and they tend to add supply to those areas. So the builder areas, if you will, we're talking about uh, Buckeye, Maricopa, Casa Grande, Queen Creek, areas areas like that but mainly queen creek which is going to include santan valley um the maricopa and buckeye areas they are seeing still buyer markets because of that extra supply added by the builders so they tend to go into buyers markets first and then they're the last to come out of them so central central areas you know metropolitan cities like some of our biggest ones mesa glendale phoenix they tend to be the last to go into a buyer market and the first to come out.
0: Hey, Tina, explain to our listeners what happened about two years ago when just about every homeowner saw their house, their home's value go up dramatically, hundreds of thousands of dollars. What pushed mm-hmm. that? What caused that?
2: Uh, I, well, If I'm gonna put my theory out there, I would say there was a lot of euphoria surrounding um, Wall Street. So we had a lot of Wall Street investors coming out and, um, basically flush with cash, because, of course, as we know, with the in, the stimulus packages that were going on, there was a lot of uh, liquidity that was flooded into the marketplace, and a lot of it flooded into Wall Street, cryptocurrencies and so on. And so what we saw are a lot of people um investing there and then seeing Wall Street firms investing in housing with that money. Um and that's where you had your iBuyers, such as open door offer Pad Zillow at the time. Also got into it because they were selling to Wall Street firms, and these types of entities do not pay attention necessarily to affordability. They don't necessarily care about mortgage rates. They don't. They only care about what whatever their mission is. And so, because of that, because they weren't really paying close attention to whether or not the population could actually afford what they were pushing, if you will, um, they ended up taking the brunt of the price declines last year.
0: What about out of state buyers? And I've mentioned this before, I see so many California license plates here in the Valley. Mm -hmm. Um, Did a lot of Californians sell their home for say a million dollars and then move to Arizona and bought a brand new beautiful home for $500,000?
2: Yeah, we had quite a bit of that happen, especially with the work from home movement that happened right after the pandemic that doesn't seem to be what drove us last year but it definitely drove us in 2021 where people uh, made life choices and decided to live here instead of california but still retain their california income um and so while we you know people coming from california is nothing new for us that i mean as far back as i have ever been tracking migration into phoenix L.A. specifically has been one of the top places. Um, we now have areas like, of course, Chicago is another big place. We, But we most recently in the last few years, we've gotten more and more from San Francisco and the Pacific Northwest. However, um, like I said, in the, the last part of this section of our real estate history, if you will, 2022, late 2021 to most of 2022, it was not necessarily inbound migration that was Um, pushing those prices up. It was um, cash buyers, specifically Wall Street firms. Where are prices right now? Prices right now are down from the peak, which was in May. They're down about 11 percent and they hit a a bottom in December. Since December, they've come up a very mild four and a half to five percent, which is, you know, boring by the most recent standards. (laughs) But for many people, that's that's a sustainable appreciation rate if we were to stay that way. Um, but right now, of course, uh, rate buy downs are a big deal and uh, we will most likely con- continue to see sellers buying down mortgage rates until their equity is impacted or you know, rates come down to a place where buyers don't need it.
0: We're not gonna have a housing crash anytime in the near future, are we? That's a question I get all the time.
2: Um our numbers do not support any type of crash at this point so all of our numbers are telling us that while we are at 2000 you know we're at the third lowest count for properties in escrow waiting to close so that's why we get a lot of comparisons to 2007 and 2008 which makes people very afraid right that okay the last time i saw that bad things happened to my home value but this time around loaning where our supply is in 2008, we had 56,000 listings in the MLS 56,000. Wow. <laughs> and this time around we're dealing with maybe 13 or 14,000 in the greater Phoenix area. And that is a big, big difference um, in terms of home values, because again, it balances out. We are at the fourth lowest count of supply in at least 18 years as well. So, so
1: supply is really the indicator of what could lead to a crash or not. I mean, that's the number that yeah. you key in on.
2: Absolutely, because anybody who's gone through that Economics 101 that we all suffered through <laughs> as kids um, knows that that demand is only half of the equation for price projections. Um, you have to know yeah. your supply. And knowing that historical supply is where some National analysts and, and corporations may not have that information going back that far. Luckily for us, uh, because we're local, we have that information.
0: Well, I feel pretty fortunate. Um, I, I got a good interest rate because, I mean, remember when it was down to like 3% stuff? Yeah, I, I mean, refied then. Yeah, so did I, so. And
1: I, I didn't start out at a bad rate. I think I refied from uh, four and a quarter. Yeah, me, me <laughs> so too. I like, oh, why not?
0: Four, I mean, it's going down, you might as well, right? Yeah. So um, man, good conversation, good talk. Um, hey, Tina, if people wanna find out more about you or the Crawford Report, um, where, they, where can they find you?
2: Well, our website is CronfordReport.com and I will tell you, we are proprietary for real estate agent members of the Arizona Regional MLS. So generally, if you wanna get any more deep into what our numbers say, you might wanna reach out to one of our realtors.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thank you so much for being on the On Your Side podcast. We appreciate all the uh, info you provided.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate you
0: too. The On Your Side podcast is produced by Brad Denny, our audio engineer and editor is Todd Martin, segment producer is Colin Stanton, and I'm Gary Harper.
1: And I'm Susan Campbell. If you have a problem you can't resolve, maybe we can. Send us a message through azfamily.com or our AZ Family mobile app. Look for the On Your Side section and leave us a message. Thanks so much for listening to the On Your Side podcast. And if you like it, Leave us a review. We'll see you next week. On Your
0: Side is on Good Morning Arizona every weekday morning at 645 and 7 o'clock and every weekday evening on Good Evening Arizona at 4 and 5 o'clock. You can also catch it on Arizona's Family News at 9 on 3TV every weeknight. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra.